Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Yak. Sports Yak. It's Sports Yak. Welcome back, film fans, to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and I'm trying to cover up my tiredness today. And joining me to the left, as always, Drew Douglas. I'm tired, too, which is why this is going to be a five-minute pod. I got to go to sleep because the PS5 comes out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow is your big day. Yeah. On a scale of one to five, how huge is your peak level right now? It's five. Is it like bursting through that? Yes, I can't wait. I've been checking the shipping tracking every hour just to see where it's at in the world. And it's close. Well, film fans, we are going to jump right into it today and try something that is brand new. And it's called Never Have I Ever. You ever played this game before with um, high school kids? Yeah. Not with high school kids, like when you were in high school. <laughs> I was going to say, I just uh, I came from the playground earlier. That sounded really creepy, but... Yeah, that's creepy. I don't know where, where are you going with that. <laughs> so with that, we ended up... Uh, yeah, I, I play, I've played the game before, and I always ended up getting like the short end of the stick. It always sucked. And then just like never have I ever shot a gun. And then if you've shot, shot a gun before in your life, you like take a shot. Yeah, but then you'd have to like do something. So they, we'd always raise the stakes. So it's like never have I ever blank... And then it's like, now you have to fulfill that. Jeez. And what if then, it's like, I never have I ever, ever committed murder? Well, in that case, it's like, you got to choose to draw the line. And if you draw the line there, then you got to walk away. <laughs> and then it's like, who's left standing? It's basically like the movie The Hunt. Bad movie. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. It was oh, I, I still need to watch that. Betty Gilpin. David. Oh, speaking of, I was talking to you just now about this. I was going to say Damon Lindelof, but you mentioned Betty. I'm rewatching season one of Fringe. She's in episode, I think, three. Oh. Is she in it a lot? No, it was just like one episode. Oh, weird. At the time, you would not have known probably that that was her. Hmm. She's uh, got to be super young in that, right? I mean, the show, I think, debuted in, in 2008. So it was. Man, I've never watched it. Like, Do it. it the first season is. is um, a snooze fest. It's rough. Oh, once really? It, once it gets into its element, it is one of the best sci-fi shows ever. So rough is in it's just slow or it the has... season one finale sets the table for what the show is. But it's a long investment. In season one, too, I never noticed it until re-watching it. Every episode is 50 minutes long. Oh, wow. So Fox did this thing where they just abbreviated the commercials and made every episode longer. And... Man, 50, epi- 50 minutes is hard. Well, but and each season was like 24 episodes too, right? Yeah, it's long. Oh, it's long, baby. Yeah, I, do, I mean, I'm still wanting to try it, but it's basically just having the time that you have to set aside. How, how many seasons did you say it is? It's again? five. Okay. Season ah. five, um, 
I think it's 13 episodes. I think season four is shortened too. Okay. Well, that was the writer's strike, right? I think. For which one? Season four. Well, maybe I'm thinking of Lost because season five of Lost was a writer's strike. Uh, no, that was season f- um, season four. Season five was intentionally shortened. They had oh, intentionally right. shortened everything down, but season four was when they had the writer's strike and they actually extended the episodes prior to or more than what they originally planned because they wanted to make sure they got the story out. Man, yeah, that's right. Those, those are the good days. Those, yeah, bring those days back. Speaking of, by the way, there's uh, something on the Pickums last podcast that we had that I forgot, and it's the new David Kelly show coming out on ABC that I should have picked. That With uh, Ryan Phillippe. What's it called? Big Sky? Big, uh, yeah. David E. Kelly? Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm excited for that. And it's got uh, John Carroll Lynch as the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Looks so freaking good. And it's awesome. I forget the actress's name, but she was in, uh, was it Try Try, the Topher Grace episode of season two of Twilight Zone, this uh, most recent season of Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Forget the actress's name, but um, I'm forming a crush on her. So, Jeez. <laughs> she, I just like... Her what what she's done in terms of what I've seen her in, and then this, it's enough that I'm now like I've. There's a following that I have with her, and anything new that she's in, I have to see just because like with what I've seen with her is awesome. She's doing great. So that's on November seventeenth. Seventeenth on ABC. I've yeah, that's uh, I keep seeing those promos. So this episode, as we were talking about Never Have I Ever, we are going to pick three iconic classic movies that oh. are that are streaming. Oof, I mean, iconic, a classic, oh right. boy. I, I tried to go with that, and I've got a theme with mine, but we will pick three movies that we have not seen, and you can find those for free on a streaming platform yeah, or renting my, it. These are movies I feel like I should have seen now. Uh, yeah, exa- and that's the other thing to say. This is... We it's it's almost this where it's kind of a walk of shame admitting that we haven't watched some of these. I know for me that's the case. One of mine is debatable. Oh, it's something I've heard a lot of good things about, but is is it something that every person needs to see? Probably not. Interesting. Okay. Well, before we get into that, we'll also say that Drew also has another round of chart toppers. Ooh. Immediately following, never have I ever. I will give a two-word tease to my chart, or <laughs> chart towers, to my never have I ever, and it's Rolling Stones. I feel like they're going to be Marty movies. Y'all just have to see. Why don't you start us off with your one of, one of your three picks for never have I ever. Number three. It's on Netflix. It came out in 2017. It's got Idris Elba. It's got Jessica Chastain. It's an Aaron Sorkin joint. Oh, no way. It's called Molly's Game. Oh, that's so good. It's a movie I keep hearing is really good. It's a movie that I own on (laughs) Blu-ray. I've never watched it for whatever reason. That, In my opinion, that may be my favorite Sorkin movie. That may, that may be blasphemy, but I just love that movie. Are you counting just stuff that he wrote or had to be directed? Anything? Oh, man, I, I'm i going with writing. Now, really? Because this was his directorial debut, right? And then this was with writing and directing. I like... Now, this may be one of those things that I was just caught up in the moment, but this movie was so good. Whenever I saw it in theaters, I was blown away by it. 
most of my well, I'll just go out and say that all of these movies are to a degree iconic. I'd say two of them are iconic, and the other one, it's not. It's less of a wild card. Was it, I correct about Marty? Yes, you are correct about Marty. And I feel really sad. Like I said, it's kind of like a walk of shame admitting this. But number three for me is available on Stars. Mm-hmm. It is, I believe, the first Leonardo DiCaprio joint with Marty, The Aviator. It's a great movie. I, I'm really pumped about it because it looks so good, but I don't hear a lot of like discussion about it. That's one of the few movies that Marty's done, I feel, that it doesn't get a lot of... I mean, at the time, I remember there being a lot of love, but now I don't hear many people talking about it. Is it divisive? No, it's it's a really good movie. I don't know. Why is that? I don't know. Is it like, would you say it's one of the your least liked Marty Leo joint effort movies? There's none of them that I dislike. It's no, it's the second collaboration because they did Gangs, Gangs of New York Ooh, first. Okay. So Gangs, The Aviator, Departed, Shutter mm. Island. Wolf of Wall Street. Man. Is it my least favorite? Gotta go. You gotta go with Wolf of Wall Street at, at number one. Oh, man. I really like The Departed. It's good. I mean, just on rewatchability alone, I think that is very high, very high top tier Scorsese. Wolf, I think, is arguably one of his best films, but it's really hard to watch. That's <laughs> yeah. like a once every decade type movie. <laughs> So the Very Aviator, I, I, you know, of all these movies, and I really like Gangs too. I would probably say the Aviator is my least favorite in terms mm. of just oh, let's sit down and watch something. It's just not super fun. Yeah, I, and that's a, maybe one of the reasons why I haven't seen it. And the other two movies, it's just it's difficult to find those. And I know the Aviator's been on Netflix a lot, and anytime it has been, I'm like, yeah, I'm just not in the mood. It feels like one of those movies you have to be in the mood to see. I mean, it's an investment, 170 minutes. I mean, I can do that. But this movie made over $200 million at the box office when it came out way back in 2004. Domestic, or was it worldwide? Probably worldwide. Yeah, I because I remember when it came out, hearing a lot of discussion. Actually, but, that might be just in the U.S. alone. Hmm. Wow, my gosh. 11, not, uh, 11 oh, yeah. nominations for the Oscars a lot. I'm going to say that picked up probably the most nominations for any Marty movie outside of The Departed. Numero two for me. It's a Kevin Costner Western that's available on Stars. It's called Dances with Wolves. Ooh. I've always heard this is a really good movie. This is another movie that is like three hours long. Let me ask you, what is your... Uh, I guess catalog of movies in which you've watched with Kevin Costner. Mm. Is it? Would you say it's a short list? I would say it's fairly short. Uh, dances. Have you seen Dances? I have. Is it good? I I like it. It's interesting because with I remember seeing it. Oh, geez, like two years, three years ago, and really liking it. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, hmm. I've it. I don't know. It's not like it was negative. Like it, I don't know. There's something about it that I don't know if there's like controversy surrounding it or what. But anyways, it's, I can tell you that after finishing it the first time watching it, I really did like it. So this movie came out in 1990, $22 million, the budget, 
How much do you think this made worldwide? I think it like made a ton. Like this is absolute insanity for 1990. I'm I'm going to say 300 million. 424. <gasps> you know how much what? that is today? That's like a billion dollars. Yeah. Especially for that being all right. That's a 181 minute movie. Now, however, that movie won for best picture that year, I believe, right? Yeah, best picture, director, screenplay, editing. I heard I always hear the music for this is incredible. It's great. That is, it's really good. That may be one of my favorite Costner performances. Weirdly enough, Costner, great actor, but at the same time, I haven't seen a ton of his movies. He's an actor I want to invest more time into watching his movies that I've kind of just never had a desire to. Is is Costner a great actor? I've never, mm. I want to say I never get blown away by something he he's done but i mean I always he, hear about how people just love him he's not a chameleon actor he's not someone who will i feel like he's very much so the same actor like you see him in something and he's almost like an old school actor where they are playing kind of the same role or they come off as the same character but they do a good job of portraying emotion and delivering lines, things like that. Um, that's how I would describe Costner. I, I'm going to sound like a 45-year-old man, but I've been really wanting to watch Yellowstone. I want to get into mm. Westerns. That's like a genre that I've really wanted to get into. I just have struggled to actually do it. Is it because of watching recently, like a couple of months ago, Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven? I've, I've had this aspiration for a long time. Okay, so it wasn't necessarily fueled by... You know, like some that. people are like, man, I really want to listen to jazz. Like, I want to get into jazz, I just can't. It, like, doesn't speak to me. Um, but I'm like that with Westerns. I'm like, I really want to get into this because I'm sure there's so many amazing movies that I could watch. But it's hard. It's a genre that's hard to want to watch. I've got one recommendation for you. Tombstone. I know, I need to see that. Go, go with that, and that will be... Another fun one, from what I can remember. I feel like I need to watch like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly or something like that. Yeah, that's great, but I wouldn't necessarily start with that. Tombstone's a good way to like dip your toes into the water. I want to say there's like a Mel Gibson Western. Oh, 310 to Yuma. You've seen that, right? I've seen 310. That's a really good movie. Okay, I was going to say. But that's, I mean, that's Christian Bale and Russell Crowe. Yeah. That a very would... lean Russell Crowe. He hadn't gotten <laughs> fat yet. They're unhinged. No, he has. Yeah, he didn't go unhinged yet. The, yeah. So I'd say Tombstone. Three Ten is like another good movie, and then um, I'll think of a third one later. But yeah, Tombstone. Right, I'm doing it. I'm gonna get into westerns. It's a it's a good way to before, get involved before COVID gets me. Well, and then there are a few good Clint Eastwood uh, westerns as well that I'll end up suggesting. But yeah, Man with No Name. It's great, but those are also very long. And, I mean, most of those are, like, obviously you have ADR issues where it's like, what are they even saying? <laughs> All right, well, my number two is a movie that was spoofed for, actually, I want to say the first major spoof on Community. And it's when Jeff Winger undresses all the mm, way down man, to his underwear. This? Yeah, I've never seen this Martin Scorsese, sequel to a classic movie with Paul Newman, also co-starring a very young Tom Cruise, and that is The Color of Money. I feel like, and it's been a while, I feel like Tom Cruise is really creepy in this movie. Oh. I had to rewatch it. Like creepy in terms of just... Just like, he's not a human being. He, oh. But man, like sleazy? The, the shut now, just... 
like he's like an alien in human form. Um, <laughs> yeah, that pool scene in the Scorsese one is incredible. Four. So what is that on? That is on Amazon Prime. Mm. I've also never seen the movie that it was based on for the original film. The Hustler? Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to watch that. I'm interested to see how Tom Cruise does in a Marty movie. Like, Why haven't they worked together since? Maybe it's because, like you said, he was just, Tom Cruise was acting like an alien. <laughs> it's short for a Marty movie. It's only two hours long. Wow. Yeah. Two hours. <laughs> I mean. That's insane. It's no, it's no epic that's, you know, taking half of your day. Number one for me. Ready. It's a romantic drama hmm. that sparked a trilogy of films. I have not seen a single one. It's on HBO Max or just HBO. It came out in 1995. It's called Before Sunrise, directed by Richard Linklater. Oh, yeah. Ethan Hawke. I think Julie Delpy, is that how you say her last name? Mm, I think so. Never seen any of these. Here, these are like the greatest films of all time. You, so here's something funny. I wanted to see the those uh, Before Sunrise and Sunset so much that I'm like, all right, I'll start it. And then my girlfriend's like, I don't want to do this, but I guess we'll do it. We got like five minutes in and she's like, is the entire movie just them talking? I'm like, yes. It's them talking and walking. And she's like, I freaking hate this. So there's Before Sunrise, Before Sunset. What's the third one? No, I, there are just two from no, what I can there's remember. there's three. Is it Boyhood? No, it's not Boyhood. Before Sunset and then Before Midnight, 2013. Oh, I need to add that to my freaking list. Oh, yeah, you're right. Man, I am missing out. I'm adding that right now because that's... So where's that one? So I know the first two are on HBO. Is the third one yeah. on there too? Uh, I'm checking right now because that needs to happen. Is. Yeah, it's not showing up. Why do they do that? That's annoying. Anyway, that's uh, the number one on my list. That's been added to my queue. I'm going to watch it. I like Ethan Hawke a lot. I bet you had some freaking peacock. I should double do a little double feature with this before sunrise. Oh, it's on then, stars. And then Sinister. Oh, I got stars. I can do that. Sinister. That would be a good pick. Because they're just like the complete opposite films. Did you see that thing recently, not to derail us again, that said Sinister's been proven to be the scariest film of all time. For real? They somehow tracked people's like blood pressure or something and it was the highest of any film. That movie's pretty freaking scary. I need to rewatch that. It's but good up until like the last 15 minutes I think it gets a little hokey, but I think that movie is frightful. I you know, whenever I saw it I'm like it's fine, but I don't remember liking it. Oh, it's good. I I thought it was like okay. It's good, baby. Hmm. So what's your number one Marty film? My number one is an, an all-timer. Is it The Last Temptation of Christ? It is. No, it's no, not. Because <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's one of the <laughs> that's one of the bigger Marty films I haven't seen. Yeah, I've I've uh I have not seen that, but I don't know if that's streaming anywhere. But Ooh, let me get can I guess? Yeah. Do I get a hint, like a time frame? Uh, sure. I will say this is one of his Bob De Niro joints. Oh, it's a Bob De Niro. Is it Cape Fear? No, I've hmm. seen that one. I have seen every Bob De Niro joint except for this one. So we got the King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. This is a big one. This could a big one. This so could be it, argued. Is it Taxi Driver? Nope. What the heck? This could be argued. This is De Niro's. Could be one of his best performances. 
One of De Niro's best. Mm-hmm. So we have Goodfellas, we have Casino, Taxi Driver, King of Comedy, The Irishman, which I know you've seen. Mm-hmm. Mean Streets? Nope. What the heck? I've seen that was Mean Streets was released in 1973. Good lord. It's the only one you're missing. The only one I'm missing. Mm-hmm. So we have The Irishman. We have Casino. Casino. We have Goodfellas. We have Cape Fear. We have The King of Comedy. We have Taxi Driver. Oh, uh, and we have Mean Street's freaking Raging Bull. It's Raging Bull. I stand corrected. I'm not seeing New York, New York. I'm looking at that right now. That That is uh, another Bob De Niro Marty movie I'm not seeing. I like Raging Bull because Pesci is off the charts and saying he like threatens to stab his son. I've heard about like his those like scenes. Five, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna stab you with this knife." <laughs> yeah. Raging Bull is uh, one of those movies I think it's hard to watch at times, but it's 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 incredible. Would you say that is Bob De Niro's best performance? Uh, I really like Meet the Fockers. For real, <laughs> <laughs> this- his best. I don't know. I mean, it's ranked as one of, if not his best, just by various polls. And, you know, I have started this movie and I've I've seen the opening sequence. Awesome. True Marty. I mean, when this movie was released, do you think people saw that opening sequence of him dancing around in the ring? And they're like, who is this lunatic? He's good in Goodfellas and Casino, but he's also feels... Very much as a part of an ensemble. Those aren't Bobby sure. De Niro films. Yeah. Man, Casino. That's that movie I gotta watch every single year. I'm looking at looking at Marty films right now I haven't seen. And it's sadly more than I would like to admit. Who's yep. that knocking at my door? Oh. Oscar I Bertha. Seen mean seen Streets, it. never seen that. Whoa. Alice doesn't live here anymore. New York, New York. I haven't seen it. And I've seen a lot, and then I haven't seen Last Temptation of Christ. Mm. I haven't seen The Age of Innocence. Mm. Uh, Kundun. Is that how you say that? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that. And then I, I, I'm good from that point on. So there's like... You've seen Silence, right? Uh, yeah. I, I've been wanting to rewatch that. That's another film that you're not going to want to sit and gather the kids <laughs> for a three-hour adventure. Weirdly enough, it's it's a difficult watch, but I really like Silence. Um, it, it's just interesting, like almost like what Marty... It's, it's kind of like, I won't say like a testament, but just with his, I guess, what is it? What he's wrestling with possibly at, at I mean, his didn't age. Didn't he say this is like his passion project? It's something yeah. he had been wanting to make for. Mm-hmm. And then in 2022, hopefully, I'm pretty sure this is happening right now. Killers of the Flower Moon, Leonardo DiCaprio, oh. Bob De Niro. I think this is Apple Plus. So I'm so pumped. This is going to be over 200 mil for this movie. I love that's that all these streaming insane. services are just like, we don't care. We'll pay you the it's, money. That's so nuts. And today, did you see Fincher and Netflix have signed a four-year four year deal? Oh. So I think Marty's kind of wrestling with his feelings about streaming because he was able to do what he wanted to do with Irishman, you know? And he, he did it. I'd got say wherever they're willing to give you the money to do what you want to do. Especially, and you're not compromising. Then do it. Especially like 200 mil. I mean, goodness, that's that's an insane amount. Irishman budget estimated 159 to 250 million dollars. Box office eight million dollars. So insane. I don't understand how this makes money for Netflix, but keep doing it. I'm not going to complain. I want to rewatch that. I do too. 
on a on a Saturday morning, I'm going to wake up, get some coffee, and order some Domino's, Ooh. and then. Speaking of dumb, I'm actually pretty freaking hungry. I am too. Before we get to chart toppers, I would like to say, you know, went on a, a weekend ban oh. of Domino's and I got Papa John's. Papa Dion. I got a large pepperoni, meatball, Italian sausage. Sounds so good. I got the double cheeseburger papadilla. And I am happy. To, what do you think? Because I didn't tell you what I thought. I bet you are going to say it takes the place of Dom's right now. Absolutely not. Oh, it's Papa bad. Dia was awful. <laughs> what? There was nothing. They basically just, you know, they fold it. And there was no nothing in the inside. It was basically just... Bread. Bread. Oh, and gross. It, for the one I got was cooked, I think, too long. I couldn't even finish, like, the crust, quote-unquote. Oh. I left probably a good quarter or more... I just threw it away. Good grief. And I didn't think the pizza was that good either. Papa John's, you're not getting my business anymore. Wow. So it's back to Domino's, baby. We're back together. Well, we need to end up getting... Now, let me ask you this. If Papadia gave through through a sponsorship our way... I would say, can I watch you make it so I can tell you to throw a little more ingredients <laughs> in there? That's the thing, like, if... They added more to that. I've never had that. I understand it's not going to look exactly like it does in the commercial. I'm not an idiot. But you but, have to, come on, fill yeah. it up for me, May, Yeah, exactly. There's got to be. Fill it up for me, please. Make make it a little juicier. I honestly, I would give that a D plus, that oh. papadilla. And the pizza was fine. It's just, it's not a, there's something, they use some, maybe it's the sauce is sweet or something, but that's like a B minus pizza, C plus. Man, that's equivalent to the Terminator Dark Fate grade. You know that. I didn't love the pizza when I got a large and I threw away three pieces. I said, I don't even want this. Man. All right. You ready for cha tart? I'm, I'm actually really stunned by that, that you had to toss out some of that za. And it was, I feel like it was expensive, too. I spent like 30 bucks, 35 bucks counting the tip. Yeah, like you said, that's a problem with Papa John's is that it's a little pricier. What sucks, too, is on the menu, they didn't have the shakaroni. So I just made what I Hmm. wanted, which is whatever. But holy smokes, Papa John's. Yeah. Give us that Better pizza and better ingredients? I don't think so. Oh. So we're going to do chart toppers right now. This is the game that's been changing the nation. It literally led to a, uh, a new president being elected. Yeah. So it, if you're happy with that, then you can blame us. There's a shakeup. Give us a little credit for that. Just throw some zaw our way. I'm going to give you eight movies. Five of these movies make up the iTunes rental charts for November 11th, 2020. Veterans Day. So you're going to pick the five movies that you think are in the top five, and then you're going to place those movies somewhere in the top five, the ones that you get correct. Round one is worth... I'm gonna I'm gonna bump it up today. What do I usually do? Five bucks for round one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do ten dollars for round Ooh. one because this is gonna be hard. I'm curious because obviously I'm not looked at it. It's gonna be yeah. hard. Round one. I'm gonna say ten bucks for everyone that you get right. 
If you're able to successfully place those during round two, I'm going to give you $20 per per. Okay. So you can make a lot of money today. This is going to be I could get hard. a papadilla. Don't do that. <laughs> they have six bucks. So if you want to try it, try it. See, you might have better luck. I say this one is so hard because unlike recent weeks, all five films are brand new. Hmm. Because we had a couple weeks in a row, three of the three of the five films were the exact same as the week before. Huh. So the eight films that you get to choose from, again, this is the iTunes rental charts, November 11th, 2020. Movie number one, Battle of the Bulge, Winter War. What? <laughs> I mean, I could see that being like a Veterans Day pick. It is Veterans Day, so keep that mm. in mind. Battle of the Bulge, Winter War. Okay. Movie number two, The Informer. Star starring. <laughs> Star he was in Suicide Squad and he was on The Killing. Oh. Who's that guy? Oh, man. I know who you're talking I like about. Him. I can't remember what his name is. He's he's in the Suicide Squad too. He plays the. Leader. Oh man, I yeah, I I know Rick. Whatever. I'm gonna say yes. That's it, on the list. It'll come to me. Movie number three, Tesla. Okay, and that's with Ethan Hawke, right? I think. I don't know who's in that. Or, <laughs> or or is that Cumberbatch? Uh, what is this guy's name in The Informer? I I I Kinnaman, can't. Joel Kinnaman. I, I remember his name in he's, Suicide Squad. He's all beefed up on the cover, shirtless. Uh, I want to okay. download that one. I want to watch it. And it looks like, what was that Shia LaBeouf one? The Tax Collector. Ooh, I hope not. That was so bad. Ooh. So Battle of the Bulge, Winter War, The Informer, Tesla. Movie number four, Terra Willy, Unexplored Planet. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what to say to that. It's an, it's an animated film. Terra Willy. Unexplored planet. That seems totally made up, but I bet you anything it's on. What in the world? Movie number five, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. No way that's on. Uh, no way. Movie number six. <laughs> no freaking way Valerian is on top. How? Unless it was like, given away for free in the top five. Movie number six, Port. Did you see Valerian, by the way? I did. I actually. I it, liked it. It was fun. It was, it was a, cool. But the like movie, it blew it ended up blowing direct, at the box. The guy office. that directed it was a freaking pervert, I'm pretty sure. Wait, wasn't that Luke? Yeah, or Bassan he or he's been a, a, accused of rape. Serious? I'm pretty sure. I actually don't know. Oh my gosh. All right, so that's number five. Number six, Mortal. What? It's got Nat Wolf in it. Mortal. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> movie number seven, Mulan. Oh. Hmm. The uh, the the new one. The new one, I should yeah, say. The live. Now, you can now rent that. Uh, number huh. eight. You're gonna like this one. And I wanna. I should have said this earlier. Every every one of these options is in the top 100 iTunes charts. So I didn't just randomly pick these. Movie number eight. They live. John Carpenter. Oh, they live. Nice. I'm glad that's up in there. JC. It's in the top 100 at least. That's awesome. So we got Battle of the Bulge, The Informer, Tesla, Tara Willie. Valerian, Mortal, Mulan, and They Live. All right, I'm going with... I got to hang on. I got to get this ready. Because this will sure be you, like rapid fire. I got to make sure you can't... You can't... Uh, I can't see it. Can't see it. All right, so ready, when you're ready to lock it in, you tell me what you want. Let's go with The Informer. Locking it in. The first one. What's the first one? Battle of the Bulge, Winter War. Yeah, let's do it. 
doesn't seem like it should be, but whatever. The third one, Tesla. Let's do that. Wow, you're just doing the first three. Mulan. Mulan, okay. One more. And then that Tara, Tara Willy, Willy or whatever. You want to lock in Tara Willy? What What are the other options? We got Tara Willy. We got Valerian. We have Mortal. We have They Live. Like how? I'm going to be so PO'd. I if- told you the other day I looked at this and there was the most random movie in the top five. And that movie was Knock Knock. Yeah. Like, why is that in the top five? That's that's so, so strange. And just because it seems random doesn't mean it's... And according to the Netflix top ten... And it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why is that freaking high up? That's so bizarre. Everyone's trying to see Anna, Anna mm-hmm. D, and she's yeah. totally naked in that. Yeah. But the... Um, oh, man, let's go with this free and terrible Willie. I just... <laughs> it does not seem right. All righty. I'm just looking at the... Uh, I'm nervous. You I'm, should be nervous. You I need papadilla box. This is very hard. We only need six bucks for the papadilla. So if you get one of these right, which is worth $10, then... I get that and some extra cheese. Mm. Got to fill up that papadilla. Since they like to bake it basically without anything. Yeah, it was, it was absurd. All right, number one, Battle of the Bulge, Winter War. It is Veterans Day, but that is not on the list. Oh, oh man. You stunk it up. You're stinking it up. Yeah, I thought I, I was there. All right, Veterans Day. Let's let's. Yeah, there will be one. I mean, Saving Private Ryan was like 57. Or Hacksaw Ridge. I, I didn't even see that in the top 100. Number two, you picked the Informer. I can tell you that the Informer is on the list. So that's Ooh. ten bones. Nice. I'm gonna say that's number one. Ten. You need to quit guessing ahead because <laughs> you do that and then you you tank it up. You pick Tesla. I can confirm that Tesla is on the list. Ooh. You've already got 20 bucks, which matches your high hmm. so far. You're going to crush it if you get let's, one more. Let's hope so. You picked for your fourth film, Terra Willy, Unexplored Planet. I can confirm that that is not on the list. Oh, man. That, the fact that that is in, uh, well, I'll tell you where that is later. You're going to be shocked. Probably 90, 98. And then you said Mulan. Man, you're 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 winning a lot of money. Uh, it is on the list. Oh yes, I just busted through that. Uh, that right now, that is now my record because so you now have thirty bucks. I busted through that ceiling. I now have thirty dollars. My highest has been twenty. So you're going to take those three films, put it in the top five. Where do you think it goes? Bat or not battle? The Informer, Tesla, Mulan. Where do you think those go? Man. You know, the thing is with Mulan, if it is in the top five, my first thought is, what if that's number one? But the informer, my question is... I think Mulan's... Well, I'm not going to say anything. Well, with with Disney, and they stunk it up, and you could end up getting that through Disney+, Plus, and right now I don't know if there's that much of a demand with Mulan. I'm going to do this and say... Mm. These are worth 20 bucks each. Jeez. Oh, man. I'm, I'm really debating about putting Mulan number one. Oh, I just cannot decide. All right. Because I was going to say rapid fire again, and we'll just go in that order. Let's lock in. Oh, jeez. Let's say Tesla number two. Tesla at number two. You want me to lock it in? Yes. Oh, man. That kind of makes me nervous. Let's go. Oh, jeez. I'm going with three, my gut. You keep getting three right, which is hard because it leaves two open spots and it's just, it just it's seems awkward. so random. I'm I'm going with my gut. I'll say the Informer's number one, Mulan number three. Locked in. 
the informer numero one, Mulan numero three, four and five are X'd out. All right. X those out, just like Family Feud. iTunes charts for today. Number five, Disney's Mulan. For real? That's number five. Okay, well. Number four. And I'm doing this a little different. I should just do this. Uh, you said Mulan at number three. Mm-hmm. Incorrect. I'm sorry. Sorry okay. I already spoiled that. that was sorry I lost that. That was my bad. Uh, you said Tesla at number two. It's incorrect. Sorry. It's at number, what, four? Yo, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You said the informer came in at number one. Just get this. Oh, jeez. No. I'm sorry. You missed all three. Goodness. So here it was. Mulan, number five. Number four, this is the shocker, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. With hearing that, it just seems Like, so what? Weird. Why is that number four? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, Dane DeHaan and Cara, how, how do you pronounce her name? Uh, Cara Delevingne. And, like, are they both in something new right now? Because I don't know. Is this, like, a dollar rental? Maybe. Possibly. Number three, Tesla. Number two, The Informer, and then Dang it. and the number one movie, Mortal. What is this movie? <laughs> All right, so the other ones, Battle of the Bulge, that was number ten. They live twenty six. That's high. Oh, that's nice. Uh, number thirty one, Tara Willy. Twenty. I wonder why. And then Wait, the movie, where is Tara Willy? Thirty one. And then the movie that's made our lives basically, I guess your life, a living hell for the last like three weeks after we collided, number six. Oh my god. That's gosh. still in the top. And by the way, yesterday we were going to record and we, we waited till today. It was number four yesterday. I can't believe it. So that would have been. You won 30 bucks. That's your new high record. That, yeah. I can get I can get a papadilla you and then get, some doms. Like, probably like five papadillas. I'll get a papadilla and then I will cushion that. Hedge my bets with a pan from Dom's. The other John Carpenter movie I saw, I think um, the thing was like number 31. Oh, interesting. So I wonder. I honestly, I think that's because of us. I think people are listening to good. us. We went on that freaking rant about how good he is, and we couldn't believe none of his. The thing wasn't in the top 100 for Halloween. I just climbing. And it's climbing, baby. It's number 31. That's us. And I know Carpenter tweeted us last week and said he loves us. He basically said that we he worships us. He and he wants us to write a new film with he, him. Well, and yeah, he's already creating the, the next score for it. So you better believe that we're working with Carpenter. We're going to have a Carpenter theme to go along with the Quality Check podcast. You know, with with uh, I mean, you've seen most of them, but we could do another. Never have I ever just do JC film. Oh. Honestly, I've seen every JC movie except for Invisible Man. <laughs> but then you haven't seen every J- JC film. Actually, I know I there there are others that I haven't seen. I need to get on that. You need to see Elvis with Kurt Russell. <sighs> I just don't want to. It's actually not bad. It's okay, but it's you can definitely tell it's like a made-for-TV movie. Well, you know, with nothing coming out in the near future, we're going to do another Never Have I Ever next week. We're just going to do this for until the stand starts. <laughs> It sounds good to me because the next theme that I'll end up going with, um, it won't be JC, but I've got another one, and I almost did that today. So I love this. I'm going to keep them themed. Until next time, keep watching. Keep watching.